Listening to the F That Noise podcast featuring Pete Melia. But we're talking about shit here. Jamie Klein. No one wants to smell your dirty fucking shit. Mike Burdick. Feel like I'm in group. Steve Taylor. Is he getting his ball slapped by some other dude? And Keith Greve. You get a fucking sausage. for the 50th episode extravaganza holy holy goddamn shit balls this is up that noise old man look at me now old so. man look at me now i got a podcast to now all right the episode's over yeah that's my yeah. that's my best new year voices yeah, right. Uh, I'll, I'll break Sean Connery out later. Um, oh. yeah. Oh boy, a few drinks first. <laughs> yeah. Dishes, dishes, Sean Connery. Yeah. Dishes, no, dishes, dishes, <laughs> dishes, dishes, dishes. Wait, Sean. it can't be. Wait, Wait a minute. This is Sean Connery. Sean Kleinery. And I want to wish Mr. James Klein a happy fucking birthday. Oh, thank you, thank you. <laughs> That's All the right. best I got. Anyway. You guys should we do a shot right now? So yeah, yeah. Yes, so wait, we got definitely. all our sh- we got all our shot glasses uh, ready here, Mr. James Klein. Mr. Klein. All right, boys. Finished one more trip around the sun. Happy birthday to you. Salute. Happy birthday, sir. Thank Chant- you. Chant- Chant- Cheers. Hoorah! Uh, oh, ah! Ah! <laughs> it's Steve. What are you, uh, little puta? Uh, all right. Anyway. Give her, give her <laughs> We're talking about shit here. That's right. No, no. Tonight we are not talking about shit. That was episode two, folks. If you have not heard that episode, by all means, please head over. So this is F That Noise. You can find us anywhere that you listen to quality podcasts. We do stream live when we do record this bitch. So head over to our Facebook page, like that son of a bitch. Dog, that way, no, no. I'm talking frankly. (laughs) I'm talking. I'm talking frankly to my people so that they can uh, understand. We need some nice technical difficulties around here. No, we need Jesus none of that. Christ. None of that. Son of a bitch. We're um, talking about shit here. That's right. So if you are already part of the uh, in crowd and you were watching the live stream from the upper left, we have Pemelia going, going clockwise. Mike Burdick. Samuel. And Steve Taylor in the bottom right. Okay. And Jamie Klein, the birthday boy, in the blower. All right, birthday boy, birthday boy. <laughs> <laughs> we had to talk Jamie out of sitting in a diaper uh, for this, just so you know. Um, did we talk about it? Yeah, we. I did anyway, for the sake of everybody. Um, talk, talk about shit here. That's right. <laughs> what was the theme of the show? Almost birthday parties. Uh, almost. Well, it kind of is actually now. So. I think the theme. <laughs> So we start 
Well, we started this episode with a, with a birthday shot, but normally we start every episode with a drive of the week. If you don't know what a drive is, a drive is a line from a movie or TV show said with exceptional velocity and volume. And this segment belongs to Mr. Klein. All right, ladies and Skywalkers, we have here uh, a movie with Jack Nicholson. It's an underrated Jack Nicholson movie. Uh, this is from the early 70s. It's a film called The Last Detail. Uh, it's one of the most early appearances of Randy Quaid that I've ever seen, I, I believe. Um, before he lost film- his mind. Yeah, yeah, before he lost his finisher. But um, this is one with Nicholson, um, who absolutely does a very good drive. Nicholson's always good for a lot of drives in most of his movies, so it's, yeah, you can choose a bunch of them and do a drive from. But I like this one for the last detail. And so he plays a sailor a little upset at a bar. So here it is. Of his fucking head. What do you think about that, Redneck? Boston loses license for sure if I serve that. I'm gonna kick your ass around the block for drill, man. You try it and I'll call the shore patrol. I am the motherfucking shore patrol, motherfucker. I am the motherfucking shore patrol. Now give this man a beer. You're gonna have a fucking beer. Come on, man. You're gonna have a fucking beer. Come on, You're gonna have a fucking beer. You're gonna have a fucking beer. Come on, man. You're you're gonna yeah, have it. Go. You're gonna fucking have it. You're gonna enjoy it, it too. Is it a triple chocolate peanut butter? This is a uh, no. This is a uh, just a regular Bourbon County uh, barrel aged stout from oh, 2020 nice. with oh, maple so- syrup in it. No, but you know what? The shot that I did have, I didn't tell you guys. It was a maple bacon shot. Nice. <laughs> Christ. <laughs> None of that. that. That is climbed out. Oh, oh, yeah. It's yeah. a it breakfast really shot. Perfect. Oh, it's it's ridiculous. <laughs> it's wonderful. Wonderful. Fantastic. Oh. <laughs> it's fantastic. Uh, so uh, we did the drive of the week now. So now the theme of this episode is our favorite and worst, or least favorite, rather, moments from the Star Wars universe. Now, that could be any of the nine uh, movies. It could plus Rogue One, plus Solo, if that should make the, make the cut. Um, I consider it even... the movies, right? Yeah, really just the movies. I mean, The Mandalorian's in a world by itself, to be quite honest. I think we've covered that. Um, yeah. But, uh, yeah, so it's just the movies. So uh, I'm going to start with Pete, just because that's the way I queued up the the uh, videos. And uh, I, you didn't send me a clip for your for your le- for your least favorite. Do you want to do you want to expand oh. on that? No, I I didn't have to send it. Actually, I have the perfect thing. It's all queued up, and it's called Episode Nine, um, <laughs> worst, worst moment in Star Wars history. And, you know, honestly, I don't even have the words. In- Are we going to watch the whole movie? No, but because I, I don't have the words, but I don't remember any of it. It was the least memorable thing I've ever seen in my life. I can't remember anything from that movie. And I actually watched it. And then um, this is, and like, keep in mind, like a month ago, we watched that shark movie, too. I mean, this yeah. is. <laughs> that was pretty Yeah, bad. so you're saying this that is. But, this bad, is... but it had its moments, you know? You're saying this, this, this is worse than all the jars. I not have any moments that I can even remember. They're all gone. Lost. Nothing. 
There's a six-year-old sitting next to me. He was six. He told me. He was ripping on the movie. <laughs> ripping on it was actually pretty funny, too. Funny. <laughs> anyway, episode nine, the whole thing. Play the clip. There it is. <laughs> so, so if anybody wants to go to the bathroom, now's the time. So, just kidding. I, I have yet to see that movie. So, Have you really oh. still not seen it? Or are you, are you just being? No I, I, no, I actually went and I actually, I'm not being verdict out. I actually went and tried to watch it afterwards. And I got about a half hour in and just, I could not make it any further. It's just yeah. so bad. I can't make it five minutes into that movie. I'm, I, I guess we must have seen a totally different movie because I thought it was awesome. I, I thought it was great. I the, really the, enjoyed it. The Ride with Skywalker? Yeah, I, I thought it was awesome. No. I really you didn't I mean really that. Liked <laughs> I don't. I don't believe that, uh, Jamie. I, I whatever, whatever you're fe- what, minority on this one. Yeah, but you yeah, are no, a minority yeah. in this one. But here's the thing, so. though. Like all of the criticisms of Rise of Skywalker, I understand. I get it, and I will even inclined to agree with you. But I give Star Wars a pass on a lot because it's because you had a pod racer floaty. Well, we've already been through this, and, <laughs> and, and while that is a that is a near and dear cherished. Uh, inflatable toy, among other inflatable toys in my past. But I'm both. No, they really had nothing to do with it, Michael. Um, but like everybody gets all upset, was like, I, I didn't, this, that's not what should have happened. That's not what should have happened. But it's what happened. It's where they took the story. You don't like it, you don't like it. That's fine. But the way that you look at seven, eight, nine, the way that Ryan Johnson's Last Jedi left that whatever was whatever was planned for that original storyline was just left in tatters by the end of the Last Jedi. I don't. I'm not a big fan of Palpatine coming back. I'm not a big fan of everything I've read about afterwards. How it was kind of like an afterthought. Yeah, we'll just have Palpatine come back. Um, and it seems kind of like lazy writing. But watching that movie and watching to finally end this saga, I'm fine with that movie. It's not well, my favorite, I, but there's a reason it. it sounds like it seems like uh, lazy writing is because it was. Yeah. But but the but the thing is, is you what is the worst part of that trilogy is that people say, oh, yeah, you know, the first director has a vision and then the second ruined it. And then they had to do something to fix it. in The third movie. This is not like an independent film where a few guys are making it on their own. There is a committee overseeing every single aspect of production. There, there is there is supposed to be uh, some sort of continuity between the movies that they oversee, that that the woman that runs that organization oversees. They're not supposed to just be able to go off and do whatever they want. And if they don't, you can't blame it on a director's vision. They don't they don't have a lot of room to do whatever they want to do. Fair point. You know, I, I yeah, totally it, it, to disagree me, with it felt like everything a movie was hijacked by the studio um, and that thing was just selling T-shirts all the way. Uh, that, well, most, just, most blockbusters will, right? I mean, that's how that's how they yeah. ruined Batman. So, yeah, that it was just an incoherent kind of mess. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I I just couldn't. I don't know. I am, and, I'm fucking baffled right now. I'm what? totally baffled. Well, you guys bring, have you guys have seen Phantom Menace and Attack of the Clones, yeah. right? You guys I, have I seen those, right? Yeah, those are the worst well, pieces of shit. Well, no, here's those, another, those are not gonna, great films by any stretch. No, <laughs> those are terrible. I told Keith about this yesterday. Is this not movie magic? No. 
the the prequels are poorly made, poorly directed, poorly acted movies, but they have a really good story. No, I, they don't. They if don't. You look oh, at the story sure. from start to finish. The story is it's cohesive. It follows along an arc. It's a story. The last three are well-made movies, but there is no consistent story arc. I mean, you cannot bring one of the most iconic villains in the history of cinema being Palpatine back in the crawl in the beginning of a movie. Yeah. You just can't do that. Like yeah. that to me, when I first saw that, I was like, what the fuck is this? They brought him back yeah. in the goddamn crawl. All the basic idea. He arrives out of nowhere with all of these massive Star Destroyers that no that. one has any, or not Star Destroyers. Wait, wait, wait. Where do they explain it? Because maybe they it was happening. They explained it that it was on the other planet, that planet, um, oh, fuck, I forgot the name of it. Daramir Junt, I don't know what it was. Daramir or whatever, um, the, 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 the Sith planet there? Yeah, what, I forgot what it was called. Yeah, now I'm blanking out on that. But when did they, they explain said it? it? In the movie, I don't I don't know what point. So that's what I'm saying. Like, you're, you're bringing it up. Like, you need to plant those seeds. The basic part of storytelling is if you introduce a gun in the first act, you use it in the third act. You, you don't introduce him in the third act like you have no reason to use the, the original whatever the guy's Snoke, name was. Snoke. Snoke. You have no reason to use him. You have no reason to, to tease her parents' lineage. None of that stuff matters, even though they tease it the hell out of it. And then you find out, oh, it doesn't matter anyway. We're going on with this. But and that, then I like that. It's a red herring. Plus, Snoke freaks. He's fucking CGI. But red herrings have to be skillfully <laughs> entered into a movie. And and yeah, they, he did frig. None of none of them none of them were worth anything. You didn't give a damn about any of those characters. The, the, the biggest, I, I think, like for me, is the, the thing is I wasn't having any fun watching it. And, and I know that that's you know kind of a layperson's oh, description wow. of things, but it, it, it's the truth though. Like strangely, and it must have been the timing of like seven, eight, and nine. But like, I actually had some fun. I actually enjoyed myself watching it the first time through. On a second pass, I realized what an absolute <clears throat> dreadful disaster it was. But it was it was actually fun. It was actually fun for the kids. It was fun for me kind of watching them watch it. But uh, this movie, just the, the magic was just flipped upside down and just drained all out completely. Um, and it felt like a soulless cash grab. But. I think my thing is I never liked Kylo Ren. I, I always... I, I didn't either. I didn't buy that he character. He was too whiny, too... Bitchy, like they could have, like you, you go from someone like Darth Vader as your main villain, and even Palpatine in the prequels, you know, these strong, like they don't bitch and whine and complain. It's like they go out and they fucking take what they need, and then you put in him who throws temper tantrums and he's crying. And but is he even uh, the villain by the time the trilogy? Where where is he crying? I don't remember him crying. When when he has like his little shakes in, in the episode seven. But he doesn't cry; he just rages. You can't have the same character exactly like Darth Vader. They no, make not exactly like Darth Vader, but it's just he wasn't this menacing. Like I never looked at him like, "Wow, this guy is a villain that can carry on this franchise." They've had so many great villains, but plus, oh, is he even so the villain too. by the end of the trilogy? Well, no, because same, same thing honestly, would happen with Darth Vader. Because Darth Vader, the last five minutes of Jedi, he throws the Emperor down, and I never buy for a minute that he's redeemed. Like, this is a guy that massacred all these people, and I'm like, he does one little thing, and he's fine. You know, he's, he's all in the Force again. It's bullshit. He was the villain of that trilogy. The 
Kylo Ren was 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 like by the third movie, from what I understand. And like I said, I haven't seen the whole thing. He he basically is like the, uh, he, he turns into like a heroic character towards the end, or sacrifices himself or something. Nah, does that, a sacrifice kind of thing, but I wouldn't say heroic. It's it's it, they tried to do a similar redemption arc as Darth Vader had, and but the thing is with Darth Vader, maybe it's because we were kids, but with Darth Vader, you you saw the the guy that was Luke's was Luke's father and. You didn't know the backstory. It was mysterious. So you kind of filled in the blanks before you saw the prequels. And then he, here he was uh, saving his son from the emperor. It was all cut and he was all tied up in a nice little bow because there was no big exposition of all these awful things that happened in the in the past. Now, yeah. I think kind of kind of works into my clip, actually. Episode seven, eight and nine, in my opinion, coming so late after. Return of the Jedi, like many physical years, 30, 30, whatever years after Return of the Jedi, um, you couldn't just jump in back with the same cast and just kind of pick up the story. So you had to create this new cast, these new characters, but they had a lot, a lot more mystery behind them. And to me, what really should have happened instead of just three neat movies, it should have been something similar to the Marvel Universe where every character had basically their own movie and then it all matched together in this Avengers, you know, super movie or, you know, super two. Well, that's, that's what know. the Mandalorian and all these other star Wars shows are going to do. Well, yeah, but you, you had a big, you had a big opportunity to do it on this big screen with all of Lucasfilm's power behind it and really develop these characters and backstories and, and, and generate, like you said, Mike, caring about those characters because you it was kind of like here's ray she's an orphan oh well she's got the force oh but you know what i mean but it's like you're it's like they're telling you care about these people but yeah you're not invested in it and maybe well, and then they they made you care about a solid character in finn in episode seven and then for the last two movies he was just yeah no, he no. was a he was token you know there was what he was just the there what do they do with him <laughs> They didn't do anything. Last Jedi, he was a comic relief who made out with an Asian. And then in fucking the final <laughs> one, he was barely <laughs> Oh, boy. All right. I did hear something cool, though. I, I read the uh, when I was doing it, because I actually did research on Star Wars. I just heard something um, cool, too. It's your statement. Hayden Christensen, right before he killed the little kid in the Jedi, Jedi Temple in uh, Revenge of the Sith, hmm. he yelled, boo. So the kid looked up scared, and then he like went in with a lightsaber. So he actually oh. did something like that to make the kid look terrified. I was like, God, that's kind of fucked up. Well, I respect him George, more now. George, George Lucas should have done that to him with his acting. Get him to show <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing, though. Like I've seen other movies with Hayden. Shouldn't have directed. Yeah, I've seen other movies with Hayden Christensen. He's not a bad actor, but he is stiff as hell in that fucking movie. And I saw George uh, Luke, George uh, Lucas address the the corny dialogue. And that he wanted, he, of course, maybe he's just making up excuses years later, but he said that he wanted it to seem like a, the old serials. So it was kind of corny and cheeseball-y and campy uh, on purpose, yeah, he was. said. And, yeah, they nailed it. Yeah. It's not, it's, I mean, it's not wrong. in the same scene. I can't, I, I have to just fast forward it. I can't even stand it. Yeah, it's yeah. pretty bad. Unwatchable. <laughs> Now we're right, gonna, so what this is this could be the longest episode right, ever. What's, so we're gonna go to, uh, what's, what's Pete's favorite? Clip? Yeah. favorite clip. Anyways, yeah. Yeah, go ahead. You want to introduce it, Pete, and then I'll play. Yeah, basically the hyperdrive still doesn't work, right? So what does Han Solo do? He about faces the ship and goes right at the Star Destroyer. Pure yes. Han Solo, like solidifies him as the greatest character, my favorite character in the series by a mile. 
Um, and then takes them through the asteroid field, navigating it perfectly. Just total Han Solo moment. Really, really nailed, solidified the series for me. It was a tough call, too. That's a good scene. Hey, so, sir, I noticed earlier the hyperdrive motivator has been damaged. It's impossible to go to the That's great. I love it. Uh, Steve, that goes to what you told me yesterday about your reasons why Empire Strikes Back was so great. Yeah, yeah Harrison Ford. <laughs> no, I really, I was telling him. I watched, when I watched oh. Empire Strikes Back, and it, Keith and I were discussing this also, how it got off into a tangent where I hated Empire Strikes Back. I never said that. <laughs> I just said, I said it was not the best movie ever made. Revision is that's not all you said. After watching yeah. Empire Strikes Back again, without a doubt, the best part of that whole movie is Harrison Ford. Yeah, but you without didn't. You doubt. said more than you said more than that. No, you I, yeah, I, he did I say more than that. Said, I'm, I'm, Mike is right. No, you're right. I said the things <laughs> that I didn't like about Star Wars is it, it's not my turn. Let me wait till it's my turn. <laughs> okay. All right. Excellent clip, Pete. <laughs> That's a great clip. Yes. That is a great right. clip. So, Mike, this is your. Can you see what I'm? What I got on the screen here? What I'm showing. Yes. That's your favorite. No, no. This is my least favorite. No. <laughs> so, so this is this is, your favorite. this is your favorite. Sorry, I did that. I did that on purpose. <laughs> so we'll start with the favorite. Ex explain your favorite. Okay. Mm -hmm. Uh, this this my favorite scene. Even though my favorite movie out of them is is Steve's favorite, Empire Strikes Back. Um, <laughs> my my favorite part of the original trilogy. Fuck yourself. Is this is when I fuck myself? No. <laughs> my favorite scene in the entire trilogy. Go ahead. No, oh, I go thought ahead. you were queuing no, up. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I got distracted by the try. <laughs> um, focus Mike focus. The, the reason Christ I like this movie or this scene in Star Wars is because even from my childhood it's the scene where Ben Kenobi tells Luke about the force and he tells Luke about uh, about Anakin Skywalker and how you know he was a great friend who got betrayed and killed by this guy Darth Vader and to me this this scene is everything that is special about this movie my mind I can still remember as a kid my my doing the story in my head of what this must have been, of what the prequels probably should have been in my head and going, oh, my God, there must have been this happened and this happened this happened. I had this whole vision in my head of this backstory and talking about the force and all this this really like makes your it makes your imagination run wild. Plus, you got the amazing acting of Alec Guinness, who just, you know, does this so effortlessly with his token. Um, uh, nasal voice, and I'm not talking about uh, Finn, but 
yeah, so that's that's that. Right. That's why I love it. No, my father didn't fight in the wars. He was a navigator on a spice freighter. That's what your uncle told you. He didn't hold with your father's ideals. Thought he should have stayed here and not gotten involved. You fought in the Clone Wars? Yes. I was once a Jedi Knight, the same as your father. I wish I'd known him. He was the best star pilot in the galaxy. And a cunning warrior. I understand you've become quite a good pilot yourself. And he was a good friend. Seven. Which reminds me. <laughs> I have something here for you. It's a naked your picture. Your father wanted you to have this when you were old enough. But your uncle wouldn't allow it. The stormtrooper fucked out. He feared you might follow old Obi-Wan on some damn fool idealistic crusade like your father did. What is it? Your father's lightsaber. This is the weapon of a Jedi Knight. Not as clumsy or random as a blaster. An elegant weapon for a more civilized age. For over a thousand generations, the Jedi Knights were the guardians of peace and justice in the Old Republic. Before the dark times. Before the Empire. How did my father die? A young Jedi named Darth Vader, who was a pupil of mine until he turned to evil, helped the Empire hunt down and destroy the Jedi Knights. He betrayed and murdered your father. Now the Jedi are all but extinct. Vader was seduced by the dark side of the Force. The Force? Now the Force is what gives the Jedi his power. It's an energy field created by all living things. It surrounds yeah. us and penetrates us. It Freaking binds you just the can't camp. stop watching it, no yeah. matter what, what's on. <laughs> it's so good. Yeah. All right, oh, so. It, it, there's so much gravity in that scene just pulled you right in. And the fact is he's lying, which is so good. He's he's yeah. lying to him and it's yeah. he does it so convincingly. So did you have you guys ever seen this video about Obi-Wan has PSD? PTSD. <laughs> I knew I was gonna get an ad. I knew I knew as soon as I clicked on it, I was gonna get a fucking ad. Ben? Ben Kenobi? Boy, am I glad to see you. The jungle and wastes are not to be traveled lightly. Tell me, young Luke, what brings you out this far? Oh, this little droid. I think he's searching for his former master, but I've never seen such devotion in a droid before. Uh, he claims to be the property of an Obi-Wan Kenobi. Is he a relative of yours? Do you know who he's talking about? Obi-Wan Kenobi. <laughs> now that's a name I've not heard in a long time. A long time. I think my uncle knows him. He said he was dead. Oh, he's not dead. <laughs> not yet. Well, you know him. What's that? Uh, well, of course I know him. Is that part of the video or Please. someone opened a drink? I don't know. I, I, think, I think somebody opened a drink. The name of Obi-Wan since all before myself a little more. Well then, the droid does block. Anyway, that's an that's an interesting little supercut. Obi Wan has PS PTSD on YouTube. Uh, kind of entertaining. So what's Mike's take. awesome, awesome bad one? This is I'm dying. 
This is uh, actually someone kind of hit on it already. Pete did, I think. This is a scene I, is the epitome of why the prequels sucked more than anything else was. And I love Natalie Portman. I, I think she's a great actress. But the scene between do. the two of them and the dialogue that Lucas created. And it just it's just it's just awful. It starts with the first part of the scene where he says that Obi-Wan would have been grumpy. Uh, oh that's right and then and then the and then he says stuff like i'm haunted by the kiss that you shouldn't have given me it's the worst forced love story ever and it should have never been made wow okay well here you go with an introduction like that can't wait and when i got to them we went into aggressive negotiations oh, fucking floating pair aggressive pair. negotiations what's that uh well negotiations with a lightsaber <laughs> uh, <laughs> All those effects are so bad. If Master Obi-Wan caught me doing this, he'd be very grumpy. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Seriously, cover. I haven't watched this in so long. This is a piece of shit. Oh, this is the worst special effects right here. She's... It would have been better. It would have been better. Oh my god. It would have been better if they used a banana. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Floats into her page, and now she's she's changed into black seductive pa- black black dress seductive <laughs> Padman. What? She turned to what? Black dress seductive <laughs> Padman. <laughs> this reminds me of the robot chicken takeoff on this, where she's like yeah, doing pole dancing in front of him, and he's like, "Oh my god." I'm in agony. Yeah, she's playing hard to get right there. The thought of not being with you. Baby, it's cold outside. I can't breathe. <laughs> <laughs> I'm haunted by the kiss. Oh, Jesus Christ, you got to turn this off. I can't. Come on. <laughs> I can't. You're going to sit through it, Steve. You're going to fucking no, sit through it. No, 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 no. no. Wow. Turn this shit off. I already had to sit through it a week ago. All right, fine. No, but this is what you didn't like about Empire Strikes Back, the, the soap opera aspect. Yes. It's not nearly as bad as that, but holy oh, shit. See, there it is. It's on video. It's on audio now and video oh. recorded. Steve didn't like Empire Strikes uh, Back. Okay. I didn't like an aspect of the movie, you fucking cunt. <laughs> <laughs> Kiss haunting? All right. Jamie. Uh, niece, niece, niece. With the, with, Steve, you're haunted by your Empire Strikes Back comment. <laughs> with an, with I'm an, haunted by Gene you're, you're haunted by the, the comment you should never have given us. <laughs> You know, if, if George Lucas was in a sailor suit, uh, Steve would go nuts. Anyway, um, <laughs> Sue. Sue. <laughs> that made no sense. If that, that drew on the Empire Strikes Back and the, the and the Gene Kelly reference. Sue. <laughs> okay, so anyway, uh, with an eye on time, because we're already at the 30-minute mark here, uh, James, uh, your favorite clip is up next. Looks like a, an hour episode, by the way. Yeah, that's yeah probably. Um, I don't know if you want to play the whole thing. My favorite part of any Star Wars movie. Now, my favorite film of all time, obviously, I always talk about is Empire Strikes Back. My all-time favorite clip of a Star Wars film is the finale of A New Hope. Hmm. It's them walking down, they get them getting the medals. And the reason I love this is because the look on Luke Skywalker's face every time moves me to tears. Every time I watch this movie, really? I get choked up. I Because th- it's... You, it's his whole adventure. That's all he's always wanted is to basically get off, 
go and have an adventure and win the day and win the girl, you know, whatever. And he finally gets it. And the look on his face when he looks up at her, it's it just moves me every time. So I think it's just because he wants to fuck his sister. Mm. Well, yes. But um, I, I love it. I, I That's my favorite part of any Star Wars movie. For, for, the, record, wow, we all, for the record, we all want to fuck great, his sister. That's a great scene. Yeah. Oh, so. Well, not anymore, she's done. Wow. That's when you realize that oh R2 is not dead. Yeah, and then and then also that that anticipation that Luke gives to see three PO, like oh my god, this is actually happening to me right now. It's almost like a little kid about Chris, at Christmas time. I, I absolutely love this. Scene. I, I love your interpretation of it so much better. I always thought that he was looking at C three PO like because the girl is going to give him the medal and he's really like she's really hot and he likes her. And I, I like your interpretation so oh, much. Oh no! I thank you. <laughs> I like. I think he's Mine's looking at. More C- innocent. I like. I think he's looking at C three PO going. This metal shinier than you, motherfucker. So. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh. All right, but, I gotta uh, see what I love it. This. All right, Steve. Okay, so Steve. this is the. This was a tough one because I'm like, okay, I was, I was gonna do kind of like what Pete did. I was gonna say, oh, fucking Phantom Menace, the whole movie. I, I, I seriously was gonna do that too because I fucking hate Phantom Menace so bad. I'm like, <laughs> what is it do I hate? Well, obviously I hate Jar Jar Binks. That's easy. Obviously I hate Jake Lloyd's acting. He's so goddamn fucking awful. But the worst thing, story aspect, is the description of midchlorians. The oh. stupidest fucking goddamn stupidest thing they've ever done in Star Wars. It is the worst to explain about the whole force and everything. It's so stupid. It's Fuck glorious. you, Lucas. Fuck you right up your fucking ears. Wow. For fucking this up. I hate, hate, with a, aside from that cool lightsaber fight at the very end, I fucking hate this movie so fucking bad. I mean, the lightsaber duel really it's, is the only positive thing in it. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. Wait, wait. I got to take it back. Another positive thing is John Williams' score is pretty awesome. Did you yeah. like the pod oh, racing? Or are you always, all, always you reliable, all, yeah. Did, yeah. Did you like the pod race, Jamie, or are you all anti-CG on it? No, I'm all, I fucking hate that pod race. That thing sucks mother's milk. See, after watching it again, I, I know it'll be surprised I find a fault in that final lightsaber scene. I wish they would have done a Raiders of the Lost Ark. Because when, Bar- when Darth <laughs> Maul pops out, there are 30 people with guns. Just shoot the fucker. Like, they're like, oh, well, we'll go fight him. No, you have 30 people with guns. You could have just annihilated his ass and then gone I, on and done whatever. 
Oh. And can I say that the firepower in Star Wars has always been so pathetic? <laughs> well, when I saw anyway. that scene, I went right back to the sword fight scene in Raiders of the Lost Ark where he just pulled out the gun and shot him. And I'm like, you fuck, 30 people with guns, man. Fucking shoot him. He would have been dead. You could have helped save everything. And Yeah, but does it, doesn't Kylo, like, freeze the laser bolt in midair? Oh, yeah, one laser bolt. There are 30 people with guns. <laughs> You're getting your movies confused, too. So. All right, no, play this, 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 is biggest, this is the biggest piece of shit ever. Hands on this sucks. Shitty oh, CGI. That's yeah, that's really awful. Your You're view. right. This is this the is god is dangerous. awful. Damn, Damn Papa. This is not dangerous. The council will decide Anakin's future. That should be enough for you. Now get on board. Bitch slapped Obi-Wan, too. Uh, watch this fucking kid. I don't want to be a problem. You won't be any. He was better in Jingle All the Way. I'm not allowed to train you. So I want you to watch me and be mindful. Always remember. Your focus determines your reality. Stay clear. Daddy had to be in this mood and you'll be safe. But I just wanted a Turbo Man doll. I heard Yoda talking about midi-chlorians. What a waste of leave needs to be. Midichlorians are a microscopic life form. And Qui Gon was a good character. Yes, I, I do like what they did with that. I, I like that character. I just I wish they could have done something real with it. Being yeah. a friend. Symbionts. Life forms living together for mutual advantage. Oh, so bad. Without the this is so so bad. We would have known no So stupid. They continually speak to us, telling us so bad. No, they don't. <laughs> you learned to quiet your mind. It's so dumb. I don't understand. This is like me watching Ghostbusters 2. Why is the Statue of Liberty dancing? Why? <laughs> and why does the Nintendo controller work? Oh, Pete, your camera flipped, by the way. <laughs> oh, it is, that is the worst. Hands down, that's the worst. Oh, it's the fucking worst. I hate that movie so goddamn much. All right, Steve, you're up. All right, so I'm going to do a quick, quick. Uh, my favorite movie of the whole series is without a doubt Rogue One. And I watched it again the other day. And that final fight, which is the final hour of that movie, is the final battle plus Darth Vader kicking everyone's ass, is mesmerizing. Like, it, it's like watching a really well-made war movie. It's emotional. It's got great action. It, it's like what I love about the Mandalorian is what Rogue One is. You know, it doesn't have a lot of the wishy-washy shit. It is, like, dirty and it's just amazing. And this is my favorite scene. It's Donnie Yen. I I cannot pronounce his character's name. But going off of Mike's a clip of Alec Guinness explaining the Force, this is him not being a Jedi, but his belief in the Force keeps him protected. Which I think is fucking so king like this is like the manliest scene it's did so you, great did you talk about midichlorians <laughs> <laughs> oh, <fuck laughs> alright here we go I'm one with the force the force is with me I'm one with the force the force is with me I'm one with the force the force is with me 
So good. But that to me like signifies that's the force. You know, he doesn't have to be a Jedi that can utilize it, but his strong belief in it kept him safe and well, he was able to save the day. I think we just covered that he can't use the force because he doesn't have a high concentration of many chlorines. Well, I know the fucking okay. chlorine. <laughs> He's the IP man. He can do whatever the fuck he wants. <laughs> All right. And now right, Steve's now least favorite. It's because it contains in my opinion, if I see worst, the Hoth system, I'm no. fucking turning off this podcast. It contains the worst <laughs> line, the worst line of any movie Jimmy potentially said. I've ever seen is she lost the will to live. Oh, like that to me, this is this is by far the worst fucking scene of any Star Wars movie without oh, that. That's a good choice. There we go. Concerned McGregor. Horrible CGI babies. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh, it's so bad. That's actually the CGI baby of the Luke Skywalker in Metaclorian or in uh, Mandalorian. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Oh my god. So bad. I know. I know Here it comes. What do I do with this thing? <laughs> I didn't set him for this. Oh, nice job, Steve. Oh, oh it wasn't in there. God damn it. But that's oh, oh, you got to check that's your clip. That's a goddamn scene. I could have watched that fucking thing. Nice job. All right, so now real quick. There's no such thing I as I almost quick. put the um, updated version of A New Hope in there because nothing pissed me off more in the history of Star Wars than because really, if you look at Star Wars, the acting isn't great in it. It's a great story. The thing that made that movie iconic was the groundbreaking special effects. And when Lucas went in and took out all the hard work those guys did and replaced it with digital effects, wow. I think that's the worst thing ever to happen in Star Wars. 
because those motherfuckers invented modern special effects and yeah. he fucking changed them all. Well, that what if modern the movie was a good idea? I mean, that was a good call to keep those things out of the movie. It, yeah, I mean, did not belong the, at all. The original of what the special effects are fucking incredible in that the original, and then the the digital ones just look like shit because you know they're digital. You know, though, I really think that we are leaving out the real culprit here, who's really at fault, and that's Steven Spielberg. Because if he didn't fucking make Jurassic Park, George Lucas would have never went and done all this shit. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, George I, I, Lucas I said Lucas would have found a way. George Lucas said I think once doomed himself from the beginning. I said yeah. what George Lucas said once he saw the dinosaurs in Jurassic Park and how good they looked, and he decided that he could go back and do what he wanted. I think I, I, I think it's that his wife said it best. His ex-wife said that George Lucas hated Star Wars after a while, mm. and he hated it. But his whole success was built on that one little seed. And there's nothing. There's nothing he could do but keep building on it, and that's why he he ruined it. And we all know there's no more. When you look at when he was the lead fight against colorization of movies, but then he went and fucked with his own movies. It's like, dude, you're a fucking hypocrite. And we all know there's no more reliable source than an ex-wife. Anyway, so um, so this is (laughs) bitter. This is my uh, this is my favorite scene of of the Star Wars movies, and this is when Luke finally puts his eyes on his father's actual face for the first time. And if, yes, I saw this when I was eight years old for the first time, but if you, to this day, there's still a little bit of right in the feels when, when it's still it pretty good. Yeah. Still around. Right. Luke, help me take this mask off. But you'll die. Nothing can stop that now. Just for once, let me look on you with my own eyes. Forget that I now forget that I didn't have an no, English accent in episodes one, two, and three. I'll not leave you here. I've got to save you. You already have. Look, you were right. You were right about me. Tell your sister. You were right. Right there, right in the goddamn feels. Such a good scene. Keith, you're talking about that scene. What's interesting is that we're talking about shitty dialogue. So he says, no, I've got to save you. That's not a good line of dialogue. But yet Mark Hamill is, I think, a good actor, and he delivers it perfectly. Well, I mean, Where if you had Hayden Christensen, it would have been awful. It would have been hilariously bad. Yeah, well, maybe. So, yeah. 
Oh, well, he's still at the end of that movie. And and this is, of all all the bad scenes that we've gone over, I mean, you could pick any one, and I would agree. Oh, tell me. But this is, I love Ewan McGregor as an actor. I do. I liked actually liked his performance as Obi-Wan in these. He's probably the only one that actually had a decent performance throughout the original trilogy, or the, the prequel trilogy. And I'm looking forward to the Kenobi uh, Disney Plus series, but this tell me this has the line in it. Keith. This, this scene, I don't think this has the the line that this is after. Oh. This is afterwards, but this is just back and forth of just over the top chewing up the scenery. Remember that that Rod Steiger uh, drive of the week that we had, where um, from the Exorcist <laughs> or whatever. Yeah, this, this yeah, scene. from Amityville Horror. Yes, yeah, I'm sorry, Amityville Horror. This is uh, <laughs> close to chewing up the scenery. chosen one it was said that you would destroy this and not join them bring balance to the force not leave it in darkness And this goes to the robot chicken. If he loves him and he was his brother, why not just go down and put him out of his misery right. instead of watching exactly. him burn to death? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. I, I gotta tell you, I, I that's not that's not a horrible scene for me. It's just it's the I hate you. It, it, it puts it over. Yeah, the no, it, the I hate you drive sucks. Except the thing is, is like he's so filled with hate at that point that it, it just no, even when he's about to die, he still insists on hating the guy. I, I it's think, not that I like the scene. It's just I don't like out of like all the scenes in the prequels. I feel that like was not, it's not that bad for me. I, I, I don't. Yeah, I feel like after the 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 lightsaber battle, which is the infamous, there's a, there's a meme of the two of them swinging their lightsabers That's and not right. actually hitting each other. But after the the long lightsaber battle that had some good parts and had some had some ridiculous parts, like I just said. And then you get to this this tumultuous climax moment where this is where <laughs> he fucking becomes Darth Vader, like where he's going to be Darth Vader. This is it. This is what the eight year old me waited to see to, to put eyes on that I could stop imagining. And what do I get? I get fucking Hayden Christensen crawling around and fucking Ewan McGregor crying and watching him burn to death. Like, first of all, if Ewan McGregor really believed that he was evil. Then, you, regardless of whether you're uh, sympathetic or not, you put a lightsaber through his fucking spine, and you make sure that he can't do anything. You just got freaking uh, hoodwinked by Senator Palpatine. You didn't notice that he was the big dark Sith Lord, and now this right. guy is his apprentice. Who? But you're let you're letting him die, but you're not going to kill him. I mean, you, you know, if he's your fr- if he's your was your friend, you're not going to kill him, but you're not going to stop him from dying. It's he's, like he, uh, like Liam Neeson in. Batman begins. He goes on this diatribe. You're not supposed to leave the force in darkness, but I'm going to go back to my ship. It's just, 
it's just that it's my least it's my least favorite part yeah you're right that's that hugely disappointing <laughs> at so many levels <laughs> um, i mean it really was because he did have the high ground that's true the whole chosen one thing is fucking stupid i am the motherfucking shore patrol the best the best ex- uh, than everybody else what do you about want the bad prequels was <laughs> pat oswald once said he goes i don't want to see how the things i love were created he goes i if i want to see angelina jolie i don't want to go back and look at john boyd's ball sack he's like, <laughs> <laughs> he's like i don't want to know it's great why the uh, things i like became the things i, I like that's a that's a good point because i've never really cared much for prequels i that's a great example of why i don't like we've, we've had we've had this discussion like for sure i i on this podcast, but I, I, I'm a fan of backstories. Yeah. Me generally too. speaking, me too. I like to see where things come from. I, 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 but, and in contrast to that, the scene that I showed tonight, I'd rather have that mystery than this, than the prequels that existed. Yeah. Right. Agreed. Well, I yeah. read somewhere too, where people, they, they should have done like they did with Rogue One, have individual movies ex- like showing backstory, maybe. Instead right. of doing this big drawn out Anakin, trilogy. oh my god! Well, I mean, one time I, I read something that said, made a good, excellent point. It said they could have put Anakin in the background of a much larger story than try to make him the space Jesus. Yeah, like, could the have, clone, like the right. Clone Wars cartoon. They could have done Clone Wars movies. Yeah, would have ate that shit up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, guys, we got uh, let's see about 50, 50 minutes out of this episode. Hey, happy 50th. 50th. Yeah. 50 minutes 50th. for the 50th episode. Yes, sir. No better way times to I like to make love. Happy birthday, I Mr. Klein, once again. And uh, we'll see you next week, Monday, 10 p.m. Eastern Time. Head to the Facebook page. Go to FFNoisePod.com. FFNoisePod.com. FFNoisePod.net. That's pretty much it. You're gonna have a fucking beer! Come on!